Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Robbie Payne. What's up, guys? And Gabriel Bringers. Hello, everyone. So this week uh, has been fun. We've had uh, uh, we've had some 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 new things happening around the office, and uh, and we have all our giveaways that have kind of there's we still have our one giveaway that's still rolling, uh, but we put out like another accessory video, and then we've been cranking out some good articles. Uh, Michael Perigo has been crushing it. Let's just say, yes, if you he haven't has. checked yes, out his has. articles over on the website, you need to go check out some of uh some of the articles michael has written i was reading his article about uh, extensions and you know it's uh uh an, an interesting thing to own and run a website that you can visit and read things that you didn't know it's yeah awesome it <laughs> yeah. is so cool it's, like, yeah. it's, it's a shout out like i mean we have some structure in place obviously yeah um, you know for for helping uh, keep articles in front of each other, but you know, there's so many things like we've run a, so a Trello yeah. board, you know, with just countless articles in there. And so it's easy to kind of gloss over them and we all kind of have our lanes we stick in and, and stuff we like to talk about and things we get excited about. But you know, uh, it's, it's not a big deal for Michael to run with an article that I missed in the Trello board. Right. Yep. It was never discussed. <laughs> and, and, you know, we, we trust him as a, as a writer and to have that freedom to, to go and, and pursue the stuff that he's interested in. And it's just cool. Yeah. Uh, I literally, I sat down this morning and I was finishing up my article and I don't want to go retweet stuff if I've not read it. You know what I'm right. saying? Yep. Even if Same it's here. our stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. even if it's from us, um, I, I, I want to at least skim the article or it's it's come up in conversation i know what the article's about and right so i'm i don't want to retweet stuff and just be ignorant about it and so you know i didn't i saw that article on twitter and i was like 
I'm not exactly <laughs> even sure. Like, I, I didn't know this was a thing. It was just about, you know, Google really taking some proactive measures towards cleaning up uh, extensions. And, you know, extensions are awesome. They're, mm-hmm. they're great at extending browser functionality and performance. But they also come at a cost of malware and hacking and all the other crap that all comes the, along with all it. All the there's, other junk that's so out much, there with, with, with it extensions. It just seems like every other day we're like, oh, watch these extensions. They'll yeah. get you and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And so uh, it, it, it's it's cool to see Google taking a, a more proactive measure towards uh, cleaning some of that up. But it was even more cool, I think, to see it, not even know that was a thing, and go read it on our website yeah. and educate myself from from Michael's writing. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're super excited that he's on board and... Uh, it's just been just been awesome. Yeah, so go check out some of his work. He's uh, he's he's putting out a lot of great content, and uh, it's uh, it's it's really really great to have him on board. So, um, if you haven't entered to win uh, a couple house housekeeping things here, if you haven't entered to win the seven thirteen giveaway, go do it. We'll link it. It was part of our uh, best Chromebooks of twenty twenty, and Acer was kind enough to send us over a brand new Chromebook Spin seven thirteen that we are giving away to one lucky winner. Yep, think sealed like up. Eight, it's still sitting in the box next to our desk. I think it's like eight days from now, so I think it's next Friday. I think that is that'll be the eighteenth, right? Yeah, eighteenth. Uh, yep. yep. So December eighteenth, that giveaway time will for end. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. And we'll ship that thing out as quickly as we can um, to to whoever wins. Um, but yeah, that one is uh, that one is still going, and, and we have had a ton of entries on it. But it's not as much as like playing the lottery or something. So the no. odds are still really good. Oh yeah, <laughs> way better. So definitely go get entered to win there. Our gear of the year is out there as well, and that is kind of like we called it our gear of the year. To be honest, that's because of uh, the licensing company that we work with. Yeah, they said yeah, they were you like call it that, and we, we were, were like, like okay, cool, that's fine. We called it our holiday gift guide last year, but it's basically that. Which the, no, this offense, is all the no stuff offense that, to our, our marketing people. No, uh, yeah, it's but it's I liked holiday gift guide better, and I think it had better traction with yeah. that. But it stopped having traction about two weeks from now. Exactly. Whereas year. this one might continue this, on. This can yeah, hang on for a they're, bit. They're looking long, long game. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, and yeah. so. It is basically a holiday gift guide, though. So if you and I'm, I've got some, I've got some uh, social media stuff I'm going to be throwing out there that'll kind of be branded that way. But if you want to go check out uh, all of our kind of top picks for gear that we've legitimately used throughout the year, we have all kinds of stuff on there. It's not just Chromebooks. It's accessories. It's phones. It's watches. It's uh, Golden Tee Go Classic. I mean. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. Yeah, uh, well, and and no, yeah. I'm, I'm past that. Yeah, now. he's he's marveling at my my. I was I was sorry. I was skills. I was I, oh. I saw that picture and I was like I don't remember Joe doing that and then I yeah. remember Joe asking me as we walked through the studio who took a photo to, get to the studio. Hey, did that. somebody take a photo? It's a and great I was like, photo, dude. It only took fun. me like, let's just say the pixel. What our, our colors ex, is that? Our ex, uh, uh, I think it's close to Moorhead States. Yes, which is yeah, my, pretty much alma mater. I think the pixel might be full. That's yeah. how many photos I took. It just took yeah. me forever. I could keep snapping. But I'm learning. Yeah, just I'm keep learning. snapping. So, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm getting an eye. Some Lighting. people have the eye. I'm. I'm. Yeah. My can, eye is learning. It can be. Anyway, it can back be to what trained. Joe was saying. The the cool thing about the gear of the year is that, it, like he said, this is stuff we use. And even today, there's a. I just posted uh, the my passport. Yeah. Uh, WD my passport, which is a dope drive. It's tiny. It's a terabyte. It's ninety dollars off on Best Buy right now. It's on our list because that's that's stuff that we use. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I just we, you know we put out our uh, five accessories video, so five accessories under fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and so that I think you were link. Which one were you linking to? In in your article, uh, the which WD? the silver one? 
So the the one terabyte one, yes, yeah, the little there's a the gray little and a smooth, wavy yeah. silver one. And yeah. then I also linked to the we have the the durable version, which is made by Sandisk Disc, but they're the same yeah. company. So what uh, is its price now? The Sandisk, yeah, or the, on sale. Uh, oh, it's not on sale. The WD's on sale for one thirty nine. That's freaking awesome for a terabyte. Well, and of, here's the thing: I that was is running awesome. Uh, Western Digital sent us a couple drives, and yeah. so I opened that other, the two terabyte drive, which is a an older standard. Uh, it's the the uh, Super Speed USB yeah. 3.0. So, so 3.0 it's, it's, or a little flat. It's, yeah, because it's thing. the micro USB, and I remember uh, the Samsung Galaxy S5. I think was the first phone to ship with this. It was right before my uh, USB C started taking over, uh, and so it's like a wider USB C. So it's like the old micro USB with a thing next to it yeah like that kind of plug and then it had a usba on the other side oh so so it's kind of like my it, it looks kind of like the uh the portable cd drive that yeah. i have yep. So, yep. okay yeah, yeah. so well, it looks like somebody took a, a thick and a thin usb <laughs> put them right put them right next to it. yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's yeah. real weird it or somebody yeah. stepped it, it on your, it. your yeah. it's, it's somebody crimped your hdmi cable but, that's what yeah. it looks like yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but I hooked it up and I grabbed a six gig uh, file from uh, the SanDisk, so we keep a lot of our uh, final projects. So I grabbed a six gig final project and I put it onto my Chromebook, and then I hooked both of these drives up. So the Western Digital that Gabe wrote about this morning, uh, that's on all our Gear of the Year stuff, and then this other one that's probably not that old, uh, yeah, it's but like it's lab. not using USB C, so it's not leveraging probably all the newest coolest stuff, and. I moved that file over onto the silver Western Digital, the, the USB-C one. It took less, right at a minute, like a minute and six seconds or something right. like that. And then I moved the, or deleted it, unplugged that, and then put the other one in, and then did the exact same operation, and it took three three minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, wow. So, I mean, you're talking less than a third <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. transfer speeds. Um, yeah, because it's USB-C, but it's uh, gen, it's it's 3.2 yeah, USB-C. Yeah, it's latest gen, so it's going to take advantage of everything the Chromebook can do. Yeah, so it has 1,050 megabyte per second crazy. read yeah. speed. So. Yeah. And I would say that's... Um, so if it's doing a gig a second, it clearly wasn't transferring that over the Chromebook because it wouldn't have taken a minute. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what there, – um, there are limitations with Chromebooks mm-hmm. that don't have Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt yet because I, I think that requirement, that kind of speed, is gonna be almost different... requires Thunderbolt. Yeah, yeah. or USB 4. Um, yeah. yeah, so some of the new Tiger Lake Chromebooks have yeah. that stuff it's next coming. year. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to – they just kind of skipped over and said the heck with it. We're just doing yeah. – we're just doing Thunderbolt. Is it Thunderbolt 4? That's – yeah, with yeah, USB so, four. Yes, yeah. USB four, Thunderbolt four, all that stuff's coming with the later uh, Intel Chromebooks. Uh, that's probably one of the things, along with its XE graphics, that this eleventh gen group of Chromebooks will have. That maybe the AMD's, the Snapdragons, the MediaTek Chromebooks probably won't be coming with. Yeah, I think yeah. this is going to be an Intel only thing. Uh, so it, Intel will have a leg up in in one way at least in twenty twenty one with Chromebooks, but yeah. it's. Yeah, it's going to be an onslaught of, of devices coming. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, we put out our five accessories thing. Kind of going back to that, that the 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 drive is one that obviously I wanted to throw on there, but it didn't fit the criteria of under yeah. fifty dollars. But I use yeah, that thing every expensive. day. Like I use but. that thing every day. So as far as like, obviously the five things we put in that video, you can go check it out. Those are those are things we use collectively every single day, or, or some version. You you may not use the Logitech every single day, but it's sitting there and you grab it when you need it or whatever. Yeah, um, I use the my, my little mouse. The little I mouse use is awesome. Yeah. Every weekend, so yeah. when I'm at home, I'll pop my Chromebook up on the table and yeah, 
I just I like having a mouse to the side of my it's device. Like, I don't mind using a trackpad, but, yeah, but it's, there's just some ergonomic it, it, things. It opens, yeah, it opens it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I have a Logitech around the house, and it's just the go-to if somebody needs a mouse, they just right. grab yeah. it and plug it yeah. in, because it just works. Yeah, yep. but you know, it's like you if you get those five accessories, you're good to go. But then, like the next thing, if you have the money, is getting one of these drives, especially if that one's on sale. Like mm-hmm. that'll be a a great thing to have around, and you know. Obviously, yeah, like Google Food, Google Photos, man, Google we're Fudos. having a hard Fudos. time Google Fudos. talking today. Fudos. Google Photos, unlimited storage, right? All if that you going away. Yep. Yeah, but yep. I mean, and it's a great way to just keep your Chromebook clean too, because we try. I mean, we switch devices a lot, and we we try to live in the cloud as much as possible. It's just a good idea to not let your things live exclusively on your device. Exactly. Yeah, back up it. your backups and yeah. then back those up. Yep, so. exactly. Yep. Two fail safes if you can. Always. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so that, that's all the house cleaning, housekeeping, house cleaning. Words hard. What is happening? We're okay. Here's the deal. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Robbie's drink. <laughs> here's it, the deal. We decadent. We are, we are, <laughs> yummy. we are podcasting on Thursday. If anybody knows us or if they've listened to this uh, podcast enough, you know that we normally podcast on Fridays. We do f- freaky fast Fridays through, with Jimmy John's. Uh, but I've got a personal thing tomorrow, and so I we we moved it to Thursday, and we're just all out of whack. So, okay, let's talk about some stuff we know. Maybe this will be easier to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Chrome OS version eighty seven. Do they call them versions like that? They don't necessarily Not call really. it uh, they call the it's just like internally Chrome, they're Chrome called milestones when yeah. there is a major update. So you go to the next actual whole number. It's called a milestone, which okay. is why they're usually truncated M eighty seven. Today so. I learned that's why. Yep. That's why the so. M is there. Okay. Well, uh, milestone eighty seven is out. Yeah. It and is. Uh, it's got some cool stuff with it. So we just kind of wanted to talk through some of these things that if you've, uh, I think this is rolled out to all devices at this point, right, guys? Yeah, I think. Yeah. That, so, I mean, there yeah, might be one or two hanging on, but I think yeah. they're all they all that when they did it was a few days late, and there was a yeah. reason behind that. Um, it was a, it was a good reason that they delayed it. They should have, but when it rolled out, I think it just yeah everybody went got out to it, everybody. So. That's good. Yep. So these are things that. Uh, you can, if your Chromebook is updated, which it should be, you can go try out some of these new things, new features, yeah, new, and, uh, new parts of your OS. And uh, shout out to Kent Duke over at Android Police. Uh, he used to just write on Reddit all the time. Um, he goes through the change log, and just I just I can't imagine the hours he puts in to do this. Comb. Yeah, uh, to look through all the changes because uh, a lot of this stuff happens, and especially for us, like we're constantly looking for new features and, and we're digging in the repositories and like, Oh, that thing got merged. You, you, you got a device in Canary. See if you got this flag and let's see if we can make this thing work. And so we're kind of on this bleeding edge. So a lot of times when new stuff shows up in a, in a stable release with no flags, we might miss it because it's easy to forget like, Oh, that hasn't been a thing for a while. I thought, I thought that was a thing. That's not really a thing. So I tried to stay in stable Partially for that reason, partially because I can't stand my device acting wonky. But that's um, so why we have know. Gabe around. Yeah, Gabe doesn't care. I, um, I, I wouldn't know what it's like to have a device yeah. run normally. And usually, I, I don't have any issues with my Chromebooks, uh, and mm-hmm. I, but I stay in stable, and I'll flip a flag here and there. Uh, but I usually keep another device sitting on the desk or something that I can throw in beta or dev. Uh, or canary if need be. But usually, Gabe's in canary. Yeah, so I just but, and, ask, and Robbie, I just him. Robbie does do. He does more device reviews than I do, and to review a device you need it to be unstable it's not right. fair to review a device right. like, this, man, thing, this cra- thing is horible this I thing crashes all the time up. i don't know what's wrong with it 
that's the go-to. Anytime it's Gabe's pre- like, such and such isn't working, I'm like, are you canary? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'll try it. Well, it's pre-production model. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he uh, started writing for uh, Andrew Police not too long ago, uh, and so he's just taken those yeah. really lengthy Reddit posts and put them on uh, Android Police instead. So uh, they are uh, in depth, and uh, so I'm going to be referencing it because honestly, we we get the you know the stuff from Google that says, "Hey, we've got a new update coming," and they focus on like three things yeah, and yeah. and the the big changes that are there. But there's always these little bitty tiny changes cool. yeah. that are really neat, and yeah, some of yeah. them are really beneficial and helpful. And honestly, again, we could mess around the OS and eventually probably between releases we'll stumble across those things mm-hmm. eventually and be like Did, was this doing this before and then you don't know like you're like uh, I think it was doing this was it doing this I don't know was 86 I can't remember yeah, if 86 maybe, did this maybe we need you know? to rework how we do this yeah <laughs> uh, I guess I mean ultimately um, you know for months prior to this you know we would we would reference Kent's we would kind of wait a couple of days after the update and he would go through and just lay all of this stuff out. And it's like, cool, let's, you know, we'll reference these things and these changes. And cause you know, the way that we write and the things that we cover is more about like, Hey, everyday person, you know, here's, here's something that's beneficial to you. And so, um, finding those things and, and like Michael, honestly, before he wrote for us would be another source of that. And like, he would just kind of dig around and just mess around and find new stuff, uh, that's kind of buried. And so, there's always a bunch of little stuff and as exhaustive as Kent is with his, uh, with his write-ups there's there's still stuff in here probably that will creep up that will be like, Oh, it's, is that a new thing? Cause you know, Chrome OS just evolves so quick. Yeah. It's not like once a year we get an update and it's very clear to know well, that and so, I live with this for a year. Yeah, this that and a number is. of things are our server side pushes too. So we yeah. get a major update to Chrome OS and then a week later something shows up and there was no update too. Right. It's just something they flipped on, on the back end and now it's working. So, and, and I feel like Google knows this too, to an extent because they don't really provide a detailed change log. <laughs> it's not like you can go into your, your yeah, settings. There, there's a like, trick to it. All the yeah. Stuff. There, yeah, there's some tricks. But to then it. you have to know what you're looking for because we know how to do that. And I, I would I presume that, that that is how Kent finds the stuff. Yeah. He finds it. All it does is give you a mirrored version of the last version and the current version. And you just look and see what's different. But then you have to figure out what half that stuff means because we're, I mean, we're we're evolving. We've been doing this, what, how long have we been doing this? Four years now? Yeah. What I mean, with the blog, with the website and stuff, it's weird calling it a blog. Is it a blog? It's a tech blog. It's a blog. It's a tech blog. Log. I don't like being called a journalist anymore because no one likes journalists. (laughs) Uh, But it's some of this stuff, we're still learning what it is and trying to figure out what some of this stuff is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just not simple, I guess, is no. what I'm saying, is it's not this clear cut, like, here's a, here's the exact change log and all the things we updated from 86 to 87. You know, yeah. they just they don't make it that clear. They highlight some stuff, and other people find certain, certain things, and, you know, we kind of try to pull from all these different sources. And so, with all of that said, um, Chrome OS 87 brings some cool updates. Some of the cooler things that are there are under the surface. Uh, they are behind flags. Um, so we'll talk about those in a second, but the, the big highlights, uh, were things like, sorry, let me scroll down here and get to it. Bluetooth batteries. Yeah. Bluetooth battery was one of the big ones. Um, there were three things on the list. It was new wallpaper picker. Yeah. Uh, Bluetooth battery. And that's why I can't remember the other one. It's pretty bad because I wrote it and I don't remember what the first thing (laughs) was. Um, I'll get there. I'll get there. 
Uh, do, 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 do. Nope. Nope. Flag. Yeah, say so like all the cool Maybe stuff. You should go to our flag. article because it doesn't have say, all that yeah, stuff. <laughs> Let's see. My battery is dead in my Chromebook, so I don't have a device in front of me. So we'll do Chrome OS 87. And that's another. That's an article for that I'm going to do tomorrow for all of you people asking about parallels and how it works and all that stuff. I'll go ahead and tell you up front. If you put parallels on there, make sure you have your charger with you because it's crushes your battery. Your battery. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wow. So uh, tab well, search. Uh, there you go. The thing with tab search right now is it's behind a flag right now, but they're saying it it, it could end up. Oh, really? Could be a server side thing that, but right now and in, in stable, it's not there. Um, but it have, was part of the enable. announcement. Yeah. That's but, weird. Kent uh, at least reference that um, it's supposed to roll out as a server-side thing. Like, it'll start showing okay. up. Uh, so and that's another one of those things about. that I've had on my device for probably months. So, you forget, in my like, head, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. okay. You Not know? a big deal. I have collapsible tabs and all this stuff. And I'm like, none of that's new. But that's why what Kent does is very... It's useful. very very useful. Um, so yeah, let's so let's talk about tab search because it is behind a flag, um, but it's not uh, it's not going to stay that way uh, throughout the duration of eighty seven, and and we've talked about it a lot um, about what it's going to be and, and how it's going to work. But it's it, the idea is pretty simple. I mean, you have a, a little carrot on the right side that all of your open tabs at, clearly with tab search and tab grouping. Google has figured out that users like to open lots of tabs and they lose stuff amongst all of that clutter. Uh, I am not one of those users. And so stuff like this doesn't get me super excited because right now I feel like I've got a lot of tabs open. Um, Robbie the, gets stressed out when he looks like at my, my, my device because I'll have literally 30 tabs open. I have nine open right now and yeah. I'm like, it's getting too much. I need to start closing. I'll have stuff. multiple windows open. 30 tabs I mean, each. I've got, <laughs> I've got six different windows open, but you know, yeah. I've got messaging apps and yeah. Trello and right. Google Keep and that kind of stuff. Like oh, that stuff, that's kind of the way my brain likes to organize stuff. I don't want to have one ta- one window that is also opening 80 windows. Like that, that feels stressful to me. So um, in general, I close down tabs and I kind of keep an eye on everything that's going on in my open tabs. But apparently, since Google's put all this work into this, that's not the general use case. And a lot of people like to have lots of tabs open. So the idea here is tab search. You pop that thing down and you can search for whatever it is. So you're looking for Twitter, can't find that Twitter tab or you can't see the, the, the little icon. You know, you, you click that thing, start typing Twitter, boom. And, and it's going to pull up results for the tabs that, um, that you are looking for. So pretty straightforward. And then Bluetooth battery levels. Um, <clears throat> this, uh, this is one that's been in the works for months. Uh, there's been a flag for it for a while, um, and it's been off and on, all that kind of stuff. It technically does work. Uh, it works best with um, device or peripherals that are um, a little more neutral in general. So all of my Apple stuff that I try to hook to this, so trackpad, AirPods, AirPods Pro. None of those report battery, even though I know they do. Oh, but I thought you said your AirPods did. Uh, no, so I'm guessing they probably... I bet the new Air. What are they called? AirPods Max. AirPods Max. Why are they calling them pods? They're, they're headphones. They're still oh, pods. It's a dumb product. It's the dumbest product I think Apple's launched in a while. <laughs> Just on multiple fronts. So dumb. And I love my AirPods Pro. The, These the, are totally the whatever like, not pods. Good. Max. Know, leave it to Beats. But you can get you them bought engraved. Beats, but you bought Beats as a company. <laughs> 
let beat stay in that yeah. lane. That's their yeah. lane. This is not. This is I haven't. I haven't even move. read into them. Are they basically beats? Are they basically? Are they going to be like no, manufactured? No, made I was by reading. Beats? These are their own thing. No, they sent them to thing. like CNBC. I'm like, what? But I, that's actually probably not a bad move because they're going to praise them as these ultra premium headphones because they're not techies. And then the I general, like, still, the general app like consumers are gonna be like, "Well, gotta go buy some." I just like the purse that they come in in the carrying it's case. It's so dumb looking. I love it. You love it? So stupid. <laughs> the carrying a, case is Joe stupid. They do look nice. No, somebody said. Somebody I mean, said I, it looks like a bra. Because <laughs> it just covers the bottom part. The whole top part just hangs out, and you just hold it. Carry them around. A, it's a handle. I'm like, it's a half a grand. You're just gonna carry it around like with your greasy paws all over it. Yeah, okay. Greasy paws. Okay, let's not get sidetracked. Let's go. <laughs> Terrible. Too late. Five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. What a yeah. stupid, stupid yeah. decision. Yeah. Well, it, mm. when you have the top of the market, I gotta say this: when you have the top of the market, the the best headphones. Joe's wearing a pair. They're technically mine, but he, I think, is commandeered. I, I think them. he's taking ownership. Isn't like. Possession. Nine, I have nine tenths of the law. Them, room, but yeah. <laughs> I feel These like no longer all, yours. <laughs> I was gonna say he's put them on his head probably more often than I have. So I think they're his now. <laughs> Actually, they, you know what? I'm gonna invoice you. They've <laughs> okay. molded to his ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but Ear they're cups, my Bose ear cups, sir. Uh, they're uh, QC uh, twos. Headphones am I wearing? QC. What? It, no. Those are those, mine are, too. those are his as well. Oh, okay. That was whatever he was going through QC his whole roundabout over the ear. He was he was yes. doing his whole over the ear. I was going to be over. Well, when I was but doing these were the first ones with assistant, right? The yeah yeah. So so when I was yeah I was looking for headphones over the ear headphones and trying to buy ones that were going to be comfortable for me to wear all day because our office had gotten back when I was working for our old employer it had gotten full and it felt weird to have my own music playing at my desk and. I was like, I'm going to have to wear headphones like all day long. Yeah. So I want noise canceling. And I didn't want to spend 350 bucks on the Bose. That's what it came down to. So I bought more than $350 worth of other earphones that and I wasn't happy with. Buying and then bought the Bose. the Bose. I'm not going to lie. I still I love my Samsungs that. just simply because I don't wear over the ears very often. They're and when I want those to, are, those they're are on ear. Yeah. Those are on ear. Oh, uh, you're right. I hate on ear headphones. Are those over ear? Or those those are over ear. Yeah. They look like they're on ear, but yeah. they're over ear. Yeah, that's um, true. Like when your ear can fit inside the cup and the yeah. cup rests on your skull. Yeah. That's way more comfortable. But uh, anyway, there's, so there's, yeah, there's, at, the there's top great, of the, at the top of the bracket, Sony available. has yeah, WX, WH-FR7Zs, 700 whatever, <laughs> that people that people put them up against the QCs all the time. And then there's the QC, obviously. And then now Bose has the noise-canceling 700, which is their newest, best, and the, that's their 350. Have you, have you tried those uh, on, by the way? I have. They're oh, amazing. Boy. They're but so comfortable. I just... They are I'm, so comfortable. I'm, I'm over over ear headphones um at this point in my in, it's just in my no journey. use case for us for joe for yes, me for us no yeah i just i'm not interested um and so those are the two i think jbl makes a really high-end one and sennheiser i think makes some um but usually like the consumer over ear headphones that are great that people love beats even beat studio i think are 300 to 350 dollars like that's that's where the ceiling has been for quite some time now apple comes in unproven in the space and wants to make i'm sure they're luxury and i'm sure they're built better than whatever you're gonna outpace pricing at the top of the bracket by 200 dollars. are you kidding luxury it doesn't matter they're luxury so are the qc (laughs) 35 twos like or the bose 700 right i did learn they're high end this is top of the market i did learn this morning and and this this actually shocked me simply because there's such a saturation of earbuds on the market from 
ever. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna be real here. I probably have twenty sets of earbuds. <laughs> probably. And he's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's lying. I'm serious. I'm, I haven't gotten any new ones in a while. Some of them come from when Robbie gets them and then says he's going to return them. I'm like, oh, I'll buy them from you. <laughs> Which actually, my tick pods were a great purchase. But anyways, I did not know. So Apple actually owns 50% of the earbud market. Oh, I, oh, I believe that. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, every, all these all these offshoot earbuds are all just trying to be AirPods. Yeah. Yeah. Like they want a piece of that market. Apple created it. I mean, Apple built that market. Yeah, I remember when the AirPods came out and everybody was like, those look so dumb. And then you started seeing them popping up everywhere. And then, and then you were like we watched, at the mall yeah, and, and then everybody we had them Google on. Google Dev and the, Day and almost all of Google's employees yeah, were wearing AirPods. Sad. That's sad. They were in AirPods Pro because they're awesome. Yeah. And people get on me on YouTube and stuff about, you know, like, oh, you're an Apple fan or whatever. Not really. I mean, clearly I'm not a huge Apple fan. But, man, I'll praise great tech when I see it. Yeah, and Absolutely. The AirPods Pro are amazing. They, they they have made me not want any other earbud. Yeah, they're just awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, these, these new Apple ones are ridiculous. All right, battery levels. Yeah, that battery is super levels. Dumb. <laughs> so yeah, ba- Apple's Apple. So I'm guessing their stuff probably reports in a special way that isn't up to normal Bluetooth standards. Whatever. Um, but like the Logitech stuff, I've plugged in uh, a couple other. I grabbed you know one or two of Gabe's uh, Bluetooth headsets off his desk and paired them up to my Chromebook and those all show battery level. Um, what else did I, I did one other weird Bluetooth accessory. Did you want the controllers we have here? I did the Xbox controller. It didn't report, but the Xbox is running off of like Duracells. So uh, the Xbox controller, it's not a rechargeable battery. So it probably doesn't report battery status. Um, there was something, yeah, there was something else. Uh, some other random peripheral I plugged in and it, but you know, it, it showed the battery on it too. So it's going to be hit or miss. Uh, but it's a cool feature when it works, like for, for things that you have that will report the battery, it's really cool to be able to just glance down at your settings and see where your battery is on your, on your Bluetooth peripherals. That's yeah. Uh, Cause that's no cool. one likes, no one likes when you have your headphones in and then you're leaving and you're going <clears> to, you know, go home to work out and you put in your headphones yeah. and, they're, and dead. they're dead. It's like, oh, now crap. they just need to, uh, figure out a way for USI to report battery level. Cause it's not technically connecting with Bluetooth. So yeah. Um, I mean, they could use the USI protocol to pass that information, but Chrome OS well, is going to have uh, to have a way to translate it and report Most of them it. aren't wirelessly charging though. Yeah. And, and they're not rechargeable. Yeah. Uh, HPs is, but HPs, the rest of them take a battery. There's one other rechargeable one, one of those off brands that's on Amazon. But, but I wonder if like when coach Z comes out with its, USI yeah, recharging yeah. and it's using WLC, NFC, all that kind yeah, of stuff. That like there's enough check. reporting there. Like it, it will have to report. I've already seen commits. It will report to Chrome OS. So the Chrome OS knows whether to or not to charge it. Um, so it'll clearly be reporting battery life. It's just yeah. whether or not Chrome OS decides display to then it, yeah. display that or not. Because cool. it's right now it's doing it for Bluetooth stuff, but whatever. Uh, and then the final like big, big picture thing is the new wallpapers. Um, and you know, um, they haven't added a ton of new stuff. Um, it feels like they're going more into the um, like artistic bent of things, and they're they're doing that with the phones too. Um, instead of like landscapes, instead of and like stuff. photos, yeah. Um, which I don't know. I'm kind of still a sucker for awesome landscapes or cool cityscapes or really neat shots of buildings and photography. I, I like yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know, for people like me, go to 
pexels or whatever just search the internet find something right click it set as wallpaper you know move on um so i do that quite a bit because uh, the landscapes and the cityscapes and stuff i don't think have gotten a new wallpaper in three years uh, i'm really liking right now what i'm digging is the the made in canvas section of the wallpapers it's all stuff that's been drawn in uh chrome uh, chrome canvas and so um it you know it's kind of a cool thing to know that it was you know drawn in a web app uh artistic program and they're all very uh not monochromatic but there's only like they're three colors they're you know, minimal super minimal like, yeah um, and they're kind really of flat cool kind of flat looking mm-hmm. the one that we used almost like artist renders or something the one we used in the uh screen capture video that was that's one of them correct mm-hmm. and yeah. everybody <laughs> there was so many calls. oh yeah, what is that? Wallpaper, yeah. yeah. there was people on our uh, patreon too that was like where'd you where'd you get that it's like it's in, it's your, in there it's in your Built in, section yeah, Chrome it's in there now. uh here's what i wish they would do for wallpapers um if anyone from google is listening uh i think the wallpapers app is great uh, i think it does a lot of cool stuff and i like all the built-in things that are there will you please let me add a particular folder I would like you to look for in my images. So I get to my images, it defaults to the downloads folder. I would either like to be able to add another one uh, or just change where that's pointing. Because here's the benefit, I keep a folder in Google Drive called backgrounds. And so if I find a cool background that, because back up again, when I set a background, I have to think about it in, it needs to be good in 4K, ultra wide, and on a desktop. Because I'm going to look at the stupid thing on my big wide QHD monitor, which the pixels going left to right are pretty close to quad HD because it's an ultra wide. Even though it's top to bottom, it's quad HD. Uh, so I've got about 3,440 pixels I need to fill left and right. So if the background I'm using isn't that, if I pick up standard HD, it's going to stretch it across that. You're going to see it. It's going to look bad. So I'm always looking for high-depth things that even the crop on my big screen looks pretty cool. With you know, I'm, I'm using an ultra-wide 21 by 9 monitor up top, and I'm using a 3 by 2 tall square monitor on the bottom. So it's hard to find backgrounds that kind of look cool in both. And when I do find one, I save it to my backgrounds folder in Google Drive. So I can I, what I can do is go to my Files app, go to that folder, you know, look through those, right-click, set as background, you know, and it'll, it'll set it that way, and that's fine. Uh, but it'd be a nice thing to have in the wallpaper app. Like, yeah. let me just mark, hey, this is the folder I want my images to come from. Yeah, change the, change the folder destination. And that way I always have that, no matter what Chromebook I go to, oh, and when I set a custom background on my Chromebook and move to another Chromebook, which we all do a lot around here, it'd be really cool for that background to just follow me. When I log back in, it can come. Well, when it's custom, it can't because it doesn't know where that, file is and so it just goes to whatever default background so all that gets fixed by just changing the path of that my files or my images uh file so anybody's listening that would be a really fun feature to be able to do uh, to be able to point it at a specific folder um but yeah those are those are the big ones those are the things that google said hey these are these are the important changes we want to uh shine a light on yeah one of the other ones that's in this release that we've talked about uh, at length already prior, and we made a whole video about it when it first was a thing in, I don't know, like 84, 83, something like that, uh, is the new on-screen keyboard handwriting tool. Uh, they completely overhauled this thing, and it apparently didn't roll out to every user. It was, I don't know if it was a user-by-user user or device-by-device device basis, but it's the new keyboard. It gives you three lines whenever you have a stylus in your hand. And 
you can write and as you write you know it lets you just kind of keep writing 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 once you have everything it shows you the word it thinks you wrote underneath the word that you actually wrote you can scribble stuff out to delete it you can draw spaces there's, there's a bunch of little tools you can use it doesn't change since we made our video prior yeah uh, but it now apparently is rolled out to like everybody in this release and so that's a that's a really cool uh, upgrade I think for a yeah. lot of people if, especially if you've got a pen you've got a Chromebook that uses a pen and you've not been using an on-screen keyboard. You've been poking out stuff and your handwriting's even halfway decent because my handwriting's awful. Yeah. And it, it is picked up awful. almost everything. Yeah. And it grabs it all. And I'm not, it's not like, Oh, my handwriting's awful. And it looks kind of like a font. No, my handwriting's awful. Like almost unusable. Like I need to retry. I need to go back to school and learn how to write again. It's bad. I've tried. It doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the only way to get good at writing again would be to just, to start writing again. But I, I, I try to go too fast. No, I, I think my handwriting has gotten much worse. And I was talking to my brother about this. My brother's a lawyer and he writes all the time. His right. has gotten, because you're, yeah, you, you figure out things you can do to get faster. You can just write. So and it's, it's probably, enough. Just, it gets, as we get older, the, we are writing faster and the letters kind of, and we kind of get better at little scribbles that we know what they say. So, um, let's take a quick break for an right. ad, and we'll come back and talk. Are, are there some things under flags? There's we a want couple to things through? under yeah. flags that we can talk through. Uh, yeah, the rest of this stuff is pretty minute, but yeah, but we'll we'll talk cool through a changes. couple of those, and then uh, we've got a couple other things to talk about. So stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. As promised, we're going to talk through some of these other um, things that are I guess, are they included in 87 under flags? Is that how you yeah. refer to so it? Or are they stable? Stable. So they're there just, and stable. The flags are there. The you just got to flip a, a if you flag. Want to tinker. Yeah, if you if you want to tinker around a little bit. So, what are uh, what are some of your favorites? I guess there's a bunch, right? There's normally a bunch. Uh, new stuff. That's I mean, there's stuff that's been behind flags that's probably still behind flags and whatever. But the some of the cool new features that are that are honestly big new features that Gabe's been living with for quite some time now um, are the holding space and the media controls. Like both of those things are global media controls. I should say uh, both of those things are really big, heavy UI changes that, that they will, they'll change the way that most of us go about um, interacting with our Chromebooks for certain things. So um, I just, I literally flipped these flags yesterday, messed with them for a few minutes. So I don't, I don't have a whole lot of use case experience with them. Gabe's been working with holding space for, geez, months. Yeah, it's been a couple <laughs> months. And, uh, and it, it's for me, it's not like super useful, but I can see someone who's a designer, does a lot of graphic design, think marketing, things like that. It would be huge. Oh, in my previous job, I I, I oh, really yeah. think it would have just been a lifesaver because the idea is simple. I mean, it's just your recent stuff. In a, in a little bit more of a visual UI that's right there on your toolbar. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you can right-click stuff. You can pin some of them. So I'm, I'm guessing over time, like, there's no delete, right? There's yeah, no way I'm to delete stuff sure out. How... 
Because uh, when it first came out, if you added stuff to it, it just kept scrolling and scrolling, and eventually it would go to the top of your display, and it would go out of the viewport, and it's like... Let's hope that's not the way it, it continues doesn't, to work. It, It's been styled. It doesn't look like it's going to do that. It's but just an infinite scroll. I still think not having a remove or a delete... Right, stuff needs to time out or something. Yeah, yeah, time out would be fine, or when you get so many or whatever, but they still need a manual remove button because if not, everything you download is going to show up in that holding space. Right, and what all they need to do really is add clear. They have yeah. a clear button. Or an X on uh, the corner of each item. Mm-hmm. Because you can, you can pin stuff. And so if you right-click or if you touch and hold, you can actually pin these things. Um, can I drag it? Nope, that doesn't work. Um uh, so click it. No, right click it. Okay. If I right click, I can click pin, copy, or show it in the folder where it belongs. If I pin it, it goes up to its little section up above. That's right. The, the pin section. So technically, say you had like 20 things in here, I could go, okay, I want to pin this, 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 clear the rest. Boom. And yeah, just the same way you do like with the notification them. shade. Yeah. yeah just, they're still in the downloads folder. You can access yeah. the folder from there. And then Robbie and I were tinkering with it yesterday. If you're on an app or a PWA or a site that supports like API file access, you can drag directly from the holding space into, we were, we were using Google drive and then and uh, grab it, as grab as it, put it in the bottom. Yeah, right you can't side. put it on your canvas, which is weird, <laughs> but you can drop it in the right side of the menu bar and it pulls it into canvas. And then there was something, Oh, jam board. I, yeah. opened, oh, yeah. I opened up a, a live jam and, uh, there's the paste option doesn't work, but you can copy image and then control V into wherever, whatever website you have open and it drops the image I'm right there. I'm seeing chicken right now. See, let's see what happens in docs. I'm just going to drag. Oh yeah, that'd yep. be cool. Yeah. Drug, drug an image right into a Google document. So a little stuff like that's going to be super beneficial. I think just for those, you know, usually in a, in a given work session, I know the way that I work, uh, even with writing articles, there's always going to be the handful of stuff that I just dealt with uh, just recently. Um, and it looks like, I'm trying to look. Yeah, these three things that are here, things that I've just done. Let me let me just download something real fast and see what happens. Uh, Chrome Unboxed. And we'll download this picture. Because I'm curious. So boom, save that. Yeah, from the looks of it, it looks like it's only showing... Um, Three screenshots and two recent downloads, and that's it. Okay. Um, and then it has a, a shortcut to downloads folder. So this is, I think, going to be just like hyper recent stuff. Yeah. Because ultimately, you can go to your downloads or go to your file manager and right. see your and recent see your, files. Right. History, basically. Yeah, if you yeah. need something that you had six hours ago, this is, hey, I'm working with these things real quick right yeah, now. Yeah, this is perfect for, it. I'm grabbing an image from this site, you know, whether it's like you're downloading something from Perpexels or you're taking it off of one site and then you're going to quickly jump to another tab so you can upload it or put it in a dock or something like that. Right. That stuff's right there. It if just saves you one step. It's it's a like copy and paste on steroids. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, if you're saving something from somewhere for later oh, I'm, I'm going to need this tomorrow it doesn't need to be in your recents it doesn't need to be in right. the holding space because you don't need quick access to it because that's what the flag definition of this is quick access to recent files so what I'm doing now items, uh, just as a trial here so since we've figured out okay it's only two two items are being held uh, let me click into another thing so I pinned a couple things down there to see now I'm downloading some new stuff. Yeah, so the most recent thing shows up. It bumps the next thing out. And if you didn't pin it prior, it's, gone. It, it's just going to move it out. Yeah. So 
ultimately like you would want to before you go to download or something. If, if you know you're going to be working with five or six things and you want to work from here, uh, just pin them um, and, and the stuff won't go away. Because, um, yeah, I pinned that one. Yeah, and it's still there. I thought maybe when you pin it, if you added something else, it would just get it, take it out immediately. But it, it stayed in the downloads little section. So there's two things showing there, and then three screenshots show, and then you have a pin section above. So, again, not not like, oh my gosh, it's going to revolutionize the way you work. It's just going to be one of those little helpful things, I think, that we're all going to get used to seeing uh, at the bottom of our Chromebooks that, honestly, uh, we'll probably find use cases for and then wonder how it was we got by without having yeah, right. that there, exactly, yeah. you know, like that... Uh, I'm sure the way people feel about things like copy and paste or, you know, certain notifications or whatever, like, Oh, that was super helpful. And I don't know what I did before that was a thing. Um, and then we have a kind of similar thing because it's down in your tray, uh, the new media notification. So the media global media controls. So, um, anytime you play something that would have already jogged, uh, a media player to show up in your notifications, that's now down next to like your pen tools and this new holding space down next to uh, your clock area. So this actually gives you the ability to just click that, up pops your quick media player, play pause, fast forward, switch track, see what you're playing, click the thing to open the app if you want, I believe. Let me make sure I'm telling you that right. Open up YouTube Music, and YouTube Music works both the Android app and the web app work both with this as far as uh, pulling up an interface. Uh, let's play My Mix 1. So we're playing. Which shout out to YouTube Music. The My Mix uh, has been it's been real good. A redeeming feature. It's been uh, real it's good. been it's been really awesome. It's mainly my kind of go to now whenever I'm listening to music. Still get to listen to some new stuff, and it's good stuff. It's good recommendations. Yeah. So when you click the album, it opens the app that it's coming from, uh, which is helpful because sometimes you just need to go in there and switch it up. You need to go to My Mix Four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm one and four. Um, those are my mixes right now at work. Yeah. Um, but then, so the music controls pop up. If you unpin, there's a little pin. You unpin that. The next time you go, it, it takes it off of the toolbar at the bottom. Um, and then, or off the tray, I'm sorry, at the bottom. And now it's nested again in your um, in your system mm-hmm. tray. So underneath all your kind of quick settings, it's a much smaller thing. It's, so it's not stuck up in your notifications. It's down above your volume controls, you know, kind of where it would make sense. Um, if you click from there, you click into uh, the actual album, it will take up the entire thing. So it's no different than if you were to click into your volume settings or whatever. It'll take up the whole uh, system tray. Um, and then again, you click the album, it goes out. If you click pin from there, it puts it back down onto um, onto the taskbar or uh, shelf. Gosh, the words for these things. Um, it puts it back onto the shelf. Um, so then it's, it's viewable from there. But for me, like this is one of those things, like I constantly am accessing music or YouTube, like YouTube will pull into here, all kinds of stuff, media controls in this way. Cause we got global media controls on Chrome. I don't oh, know, wow. two months ago. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we we're like, Oh cool. I don't know how that's going to work with Chromebooks. Cause it's like, is it going to do it in the Chrome browser, but not. And they just smartly skipped that and said, you know, we're not going to do that in the Chrome browser on a Chromebook. We're going to integrate that into the OS. And so it technically is here, completely working, functional, does everything we'd expected it to do. Uh, it's just behind a flag for now. So, that again, that could, I guess, be another thing, just like uh, tab they search. They could just push it. Yeah. They could just turn it on. It's it's a server-side thing where they can they can do a quick update and, and make that work. So 
there are other small nuances we could go on and on about. I mean, but everything else I think is uh, pretty small. Um, I'm just checking real quick. Yeah, the the alt tab switcher, like you can use keyboard and mouse stuff. Again, we've talked about this prior. We knew it was coming. Uh, again, it's behind a flag, uh, but it's I don't know. That one might not be behind a flag. No, they just fixed that. Um, there's more stuff even coming to that that we just talked about this week. But yeah, if you if you're an alt tab user, once you hold down that alt key and you're going to select, you can use your arrow keys. You can swipe through with um, with your trackpad. Um, left and right, um, you can hit enter to select, um, and you can use arrow keys to move around as well. Um, if you're a long time alt tab user, you're probably not going to do any of those things because you're used to hitting alt tab and clicking through a bunch of times. I'm not an alt tab guy, so, um, I'll leave that to the alt tab people to see if they like that. people. Nope. Just, I'm just, that's not my form of multitasking. I like three fingers scrubbing my tabs and, um, you know, I like virtual desks, yeah. Um, which yeah, everybody kind of has their own little thing. The Kent did put in his like they the flag is now there and stable for the updated animation UI for virtual desk. Trust me, still broken. Um, it is great if you use the keyboard shortcut. Uh, so the the search bracket left and right that moves you through desk, you can just go and it'll just rifle through them really quickly. But it completely breaks the four finger swipe. So if you use four finger swipe. Uh, I would not turn that flag on. Uh, if you just use the keyboard one, though, it's it's a nice little improvement. helps uh, helps you move through desks much quicker. Um, and I think, yeah, I would say that's it. Um, it looks like the no, it's still behind a flag too. The, the new PDF viewer that's been behind a flag for a while is still behind a flag. Um, hopefully, that thing rolls out pretty soon. Maybe next version of Chrome um, tracking another update to the PDF viewer that we'll share later. Oh. Um, that that'll be cool, and they're probably going to wait to roll that all into one thing. And then yeah, push yeah, it out. It's it's lot. available on Chrome on other devices. I think like Windows and Mac. I think yeah. have the updated. They've just been holding it back, and I think this update that I'm going to write about probably this afternoon will be bundled in. Yeah, because uh, there's a few other thing. things that they're doing with the yeah. new UI, so it'll all, probably all come out at once. Yeah, uh, it looks like Read Later is still behind the flag, but I think it's been it's just weird because prior. it works with just the Read Later flag. It's just it's not styled or anything, but it works. You click it, and your your saved articles and stuff are right there. But then they have the side panel t- flag that's supposed to work with that. When you turn that on. The side panel doesn't work, and read the reading list no longer works. It doesn't do anything, so I guess they're still linking those yeah. two up. But but if you want the read later reading list tab, you can you can turn it on just that flag, and it'll work. It just yeah. doesn't look pretty, but it's <laughs> there. It's, it works, you, and you, you can kind of use it. <laughs> you can use it, and it'll look pretty. Um, the last thing that I think is notable is they they made a small swap in the files app. Uh, so instead of I did I verified this I grabbed a, a device still on 86 and transferred a large file and it would show up and just say transferring in progress mm-hmm. and it would give you the little mm-hmm. circle and kind of fill it in instead they skip that now and it just says copying or moving or whatever it's saying it's doing and then it gives you an estimation of time and I actually timed it and it's pretty darn close uh, when I was doing that stuff with those Western Digital drives uh, the, the times it gave me you know estimating you know five minutes or three minutes or whatever. It was it was pretty close uh, yeah. within within thirty seconds or so of what it said so uh, that's a nice little change I think it'll just help people when they're moving files to look down and say oh this is going to take two minutes cool um, versus this random blue circle that's filling in and 
you kind of think it's moving, but it doesn't move at a consistent pace. So how do you know how long that's going to take? Like, I kind of wish they would have done both. Yeah, I like seeing a progress, progress bar, but progress, some sort of progress uh, bar and an estimation. Yeah, yeah, but I do like I do like having an estimated like, hey, this this process is probably going to take about a minute. Yeah, uh, that's kind of cool. But right. You know, like I said, there's a bunch of other small things uh, through there. But, you know, these are a lot of improvements, especially if you count in the stuff that's behind the flags. Um, that those are those are pretty big changes to our to our overall workflow uh, between the, the music, um, the tab searching, the um, the holding space. Like those are some useful, beneficial upgrades that, you know, I really think are going to probably keep getting tweaked. Yeah. Like we. It used to be Chrome OS would get a new feature, and they're like, "Cool, we got that in place. Move on and leave leave it be." But as we're seeing, like with Virtual Desk right now, like they're speeding up animations. They're you know they're working on um, bringing new little features like more desks to choose from, which yeah. is um, that was one of the biggest limitations to me. Is like sometimes I need like six or seven of these things. Um, so it looks like they might they might expand that to eight uh, virtual desks and. Um, you know, so so seeing them continue to do some tweaking on these features and go, hey, you know, like we're going to keep making it better. Yeah. We're going to keep making it a better it's experience. The, the awesome part of Chrome OS. Yeah, I mean, they've got <laughs> continual updates. Yeah. Like, use them. You know, yeah, exactly. Keep, keep tweaking on this. It's stuff not. It's and, not just a big version update, and right. you get what you get. It's it's uh, it's, it's these continual updates. Stuff. Yeah, and that's really that's cool. why some people, when a new version comes out and a, a thing comes out that a feature comes out that they're either they don't like or they don't like the way it was implemented or something. It's kind of like, eh, you know, just give it some time. This is this is Google's operating system after all, and we know how Google is. <laughs> Push it out. We'll, we'll figure it out we'll after the fact. We'll figure it out after the fact. They're not going to, it's not a home thing that this they've delivered and it's done. Yeah. Like virtual desks have been morphing and changing over time. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's cool to see these features come out, but know that they're not set in stone by any means. Yeah. Let's uh, let's switch gears here and talk about uh, everybody's favorite subject uh, for Chrome OS, uh, printing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves printing. Everybody right? loves printing. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those that. Gosh, I mean, I remember even even before we started making videos, people were talking about printing on a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, it used to be just like uh, this this hang up. You know, well, I wanted to get a Chromebook, but man, I, printing's so bad, I can't. Yeah. And and it used to be one of those things we couldn't say anything about. Yeah, you were like, like, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, you're right. If yeah, <laughs> it is if, bad. You, if you go back three to five years ago, the number one, I mean, the bane of existence for most Chrome OS users was printing. You go to the support forum, that's the biggest complaint. Somebody went and bought a new printer, or they went and bought a new Chromebook, and I can't get it to work. And Google tried to make cloud print work, but that it was beta all along. It was never. It was. I don't. I don't know that it was ever meant to be a long term thing. And when it worked, it worked. It though. worked great. Like and when you had, if you found a printer at Walmart that had the Google Cloud Print logo on it, you're like, yes, I know this is going to work. But um, it just. It was. It was so hit and miss with things. And then people wanted to know if they could USB print, and they wanted to know if you could do that. And then then you had extensions that would work, and then some that wouldn't. And then Android apps came out, and you could use it with Android. Oh, you remember some of the crazy ways that we oh, used man, Android apps to go through? Like I remember we had a brother printer, and if I had the brother Android app, I could send. Yeah. Like, uh, so it, many just, workarounds. Crazy. It, it was. It was a mess. And now. Just not. No, and and really. that's the thing is that you know there's been a lot of articles going around about Google Google Cloud Prints dying. It's gone at the end of this year. Man, well, we, we knew that. It's, it's no, yeah, it's no surprise. We knew that. Uh, 
but there's also a bit, a tad bit of fear mongering going on. Cause a lot of people are like, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And for some people it's a legitimate concern because they may have a printer that isn't going to work like a regular network printer. But for the most part, if you've bought a printer at Walmart or Best Buy or wherever in the last two years, and it's a regular old network printer, there's a good chance it's going to work. Well, the funny part about this too, is the fact that cloud print, if, if a, device came with cloud print it meant it was connected um and i would wager that most devices that came with cloud print were probably also network printers right like i'm trying to think of a single device that would have been a cloud print ready printer which there are not that many of them that was cloud print ready but it's like no no wi-fi and i'm not doing any of that stuff you gotta stick an ethernet cord to me like yeah i don't think that was much of a thing no um so like again like you said it's fear-mongering a little bit because it's like oh cloud print's dying that doesn't mean wireless printing on chromebooks is dying as a matter of fact wireless printing on chromebooks is so much better, better than it's, ever, than it's been. ever been to the point that like there have been situations in the last year or so where other people were having problems with their windows and mac devices that couldn't get this printer to notice I pick up a Chromebook, never even used that printer before, select it from a list of connected Wi-Fi printers, click it, print their documents. So send me your stuff, I'll print it for you. Yeah. And it, it was just weird. I remember that being feeling really surreal doing that with a Chromebook because holding a Chromebook used to put me in the position of constantly having to ask other people. Yep. Um, I can get the can printer to you, work. Can I send you these files so you can it, print them? It used them? to feel really lame. I'm not going to lie. And so, I mean, I would avoid printing like the plague. Yeah. Or I'd send it to my phone so I could use an app to print from oh, my I phone. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, I had the HP printer service plug-in app on my phone because I knew if I put it on there, I could print. But now, so I'm trying to count. We have an HP, we have a pretty high-end HP Envy in here right now. I think it's like a, yeah. it's like a $150 printer, yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but there's an Epson. There's an Epson, but we've had. I have an HP at home. Robbie has an HP. I have like the the one. I think you can get at Walmart for like twenty five. The bucks HP right I had now. before, I ruined it because I, I we didn't print for a long time. I left the ink in it way yeah. too long, destroyed the heads. But it was way back when HP's connected printers were a new thing, and it worked fine too. Yeah. So that one, we've got one you can get for like thirty bucks. We have one here in the office now. I bought another one when the other company that we worked for was in this office. I bought that one. It ended up getting killed. Uh, then they bought a replacement for it, and it's over at their new office across the street. Every single one of those, without having to do any setup, without having to install, not even having to install HP, because HP does have a Chrome extension that works really well. Right. You don't have to install that. You just connect to the same Wi-Fi that the printer's set up on, and it just shows up. And now someone else in the office building that we're in has an hp that's on the same wi- or an uh epson yeah it's on the same wi-fi it shows up there's a brother around here somewhere that shows up downstairs so, yeah there's maybe maybe so it's getting a lot better and all it is is the the way the protocols work and now all of these drivers and things the the necessary bits and pieces to recognize these printers and the way chrome os recognizes the network that it's on has changed so all they have to do is go in and dump the code that's needed for the printers into the repositories, and they just work. Yeah, so, so Chrome OS is just basically yeah. going and getting those drivers for that printer. Yeah, so Chrome which is o- the way printers should be at this point anyway. We're right, and Chrome, o- Chrome OS world. can do you know cups printing now, and you can you can do all kinds of stuff like that. But it's it's just super simple, and honestly, 
it, it's not as wide open as it would be on Windows because with Windows you can always go and download the necessary right. software and that's fine. But as far as ease of use, yeah, yeah, for the ninety-five percent so of people better. that just want to find a thing and print two pieces of paper, whatever you know, you're not trying to. I mean, cups allows for like collation and stapling and all those kind of controls, assuming you can get the drivers pulled. Uh, but I, I can't remember the last time I tried to print something like that. And to be honest with you, like if someone was saying, "Hey, I'm trying to run an office administration thing. We, we, we deal in pamphlets and flyers and." Should I buy a Chromebook? I'd probably be like, eh, yeah, probably not. Maybe not. <laughs> if you're into publishing and that's what you're yeah. doing, you probably are going to need some legacy applications that just aren't going to work right. on a Chromebook. So that's probably not an idea. People printing on a Chromebook probably just want to print off a paper to turn into a teacher or print off a, a memo or something that needs to be passed around the office or they're printing off something for People the house. distribute memos still? I, I don't know. <laughs> We don't. But my daughter sure put one on our smart display the other day. <laughs> nice. That's the only memos we have. In, in-house memos. Yeah, in-house we print stuff. We're but out of bananas. Thanks. <laughs> we'll print stuff. Like we'll print stuff at home every once in a while. Like the yeah. kid, kids want to color something. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. My just, kids print color. That's since color, my wife graduated. Yeah, since make. my wife graduated college, the only thing the printer ever got used for after that because she had tons of stuff for these biology classes and so that she did. She printed like hundreds and hundreds of pages because uh, she was finishing her, her degree in the, when the pandemic started. But since then, my kids are the only ones. That they're like, hey, can you print me a, a dog so that I can color? I'm like, of course. We sure. have 700 coloring books in there, but sure, why not? <laughs> uh, the, the main thing we print is shipping labels. Yes. And so we, <laughs> I mean, but I mean you know, those are the we do that probably things. once a week. So and it's, it's like nice as long as my Chromebook goes, hey, I see a printer on your network. Do you want it? Yeah, click yes. it. Uh, and it little dot 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 dot. Okay, set up, print, done. Yep. You know, and, and, it, and it just works. and the scan tool that Chrome OS it's still in in work in progress, but the scan tool for Chrome OS is there in Canary. It's probably in beta by now, honestly. Yeah, I mean, likely. You turn that flag on, open the scan app, and it does the exact same thing. It recognizes the printer, but it's smart enough to grab whatever it needs from these databases to use the printer as a scanner if it's an all-in-one device. We've scanned all and there's kinds no, of it's, stuff. Yeah, I mean. it's the same idea here. I mean, there's a set of drivers that can live in a server somewhere, and as long as the it knows where to go get them, yeah. you know, install them. Cause it's, it's not like Chromebooks run without drivers. It's not, right. that's not what's yeah. happening. Chromebooks have drivers. They just, they're not installable. It's not something the user can mess with. It's something that the OS has access to and uses. And so, you know, when, when things like the magic trackpad or the Logitech T650 trackpad work, they work because those someone drivers, has taken the yeah. time to port those drivers and move them over right. and, and line things up. Same thing's true. Of the and that's the thing. I mean, before you freak out and go buy a new printer, if you, if you just want to buy a new printer, go ahead. But if, before you do that, just, I, I would recommend if you're using something that's Google cloud print right now, factory reset your printer and see if it will work. If it'll just show up, set it up on the wireless network of your home and see if it works. If it doesn't, or you don't have a wireless printer and you're looking for something, you just want something dependable. Buy an HP. Buy an <laughs> HP. And that's not to say other ones don't work because we know some brothers do, but some brothers don't. Some Epsons do. Some Canons do. But we know for a fact that any of those consumer model all-in-ones that you can buy at Walmart or Best Buy that are priced anywhere from 50 to $170, they just work. Well, and that's the thing like with HPs too, and this isn't like a plug for HP. It's just, you know, they've 
they got into the wireless printing thing a little faster than everybody else did, mm-hmm. and they've just been at it for longer. iPhones recognize it, MacBook, like everything works with HP printers. It's yeah, just so much simpler. Like a, save yourself some time. Yeah, HP has had a web interface for like scanning and stuff forever. Years. You just mm-hmm. punch the IP address in, and you can scan from it using a Chromebook. I remember or your phone or using that scan interface, uh, the IP based scan interface on my HP fourteen Chromebook. That right. one wow. that. That I gave to Gabe yeah, like so, early on. So, and it's been around yeah, for a while. They've just taken that stuff that they've used to make that interface on the web, and now you can access it with a Chromebook. But they just work. And if for whatever reason you need to USB print or something like that, HP still has their little plug-in for mm-hmm. Chrome. You can use it as a network printer, a USB printer, a scanner, probably Ethernet, I would guess, if it had Likely, an Ethernet yeah. port. So they just work. and. That's not to say there aren't other good printers out there. Right. HPs are generally inexpensive at your local Best Buy. You get three or four months of free ink with them. They have the HP Instant Ink, which is if you're if you if you're an intermediate printer, you're not printing tons of stuff. The the Instant Ink's great. Oh yeah. It just, I mean, when they, you're when you're out of ink, they send you new. They yeah, they've got it figured out. I mean, they really do. They've they've leaned into the whole printer business for as long as it's going to be around because. I think, you know, printing is, is where it's going to be for a while now. Like, people are printing the minimalist things that they're going to print. And, you Essential know, there's, stuff. There are times that you need it, and most times you don't. So, they figured out, hey, because there was a period, remember, like, remember, didn't HP buy WebOS? And they were trying to put WebOS, like, yep. on printers. Yeah, and they, they had these huge Brow interfaces and stuff. And, and everybody was just like, what is, why, why are we doing this? Why are there these massive interfaces and huge tablets on the front of my printer? Like, yeah. We don't need any of that stuff. Like we just needed to print a few flyers, or we needed to print, you know, yeah. some shipping labels or whatever. Like get out of the way. And it's like they kind of got the message and they figured this out. Like good printers are really, really affordable now. Yeah, I mean, ours and doesn't just even work. ours doesn't even have a, a screen on yeah, it. Yeah, ours new and a good the, the one here doesn't. Yeah, have a screen a good on. home printer, office printer that you like. You said you're not doing huge collation jobs and all that stuff, copiers and all that. It doesn't need that. It's an accessory. It's not. Right. It's not your main device that you're using and you don't need all that stuff on there. I mean Are there are there a couple models in particular that you all are aware of that people HP? can check out? Yeah. yeah. Literally any yeah. HP 20, that's on a yeah. shelf right now new. You the twenty seven hundred series is the one you can find at Walmart. It's normally like fifty nine or sixty nine bucks. It has a flatbed uh, and a feeder. It's all in one. And if you can find one at a local Walmart, you can walk in and buy it for twenty five bucks right now. And you get three months of ink for free. Insane. That's insane. Yeah, well, that's I mean, crazy. It's, Do we have that written up? Did you write that up? <laughs> no, because you can't order them online, and oh, I didn't yeah. want to. You know, I mean. Well, we'll we'll try to at least link to it so you know which one you're trying to go get, and then you yeah. can go into your local Walmart. Yeah, but I think the, get the, it. But the the point is, you can just go get just go grab an HP, HP printer. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and don't worry about like look for the things on it you want. Like if you're like, man, I really need a scanner. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, buy one with a flatbed scanner. It makes life a whole lot easier yeah, than feeding. I want stuff one in. that'll do dual side printing or whatever. That's right. fine. But yeah, get, look up that. Get stuff. one of the Envy series or just the basic desk jet. Desk jets just work. If it says desk jet and wireless. Good, to, good go. to go. Yeah, and I don't know that HP even makes non-wireless printers anymore. I don't Probably even not. think you can buy any. That would be like, and silly. And I'm talking about did. going and buying a new printer at a store. I'm not talking about buying something used off eBay. Like if you go in into a new store or into a store and buy a new printer at this point and has an HP logo on it, it's gonna be good. 
feel pretty safe to say it's yeah. it's going to work uh, with your Chromebook. Let's go to Walmart so, and buy all of the HP printers and bring them all, them all set. Like, we them bought and all the printers. That's the awesome thing. Where you're going to find most of the HPs that you would want for your home or a small office, it's going to be Walmart or Best Buy. Or Target. And guess what? Target. Target has some printers, they? they? both. No, I'm just saying as far as... <laughs> If Don't you, if you buy one, they both have pretty lax return policies. <laughs> just don't buy like 20 of them in one week because Best Buy, they're going to shut you down. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> They'll recognize that sort of activity normally. <laughs> and, I, and I do want to plug, Michael's done We know two, from experience. <laughs> yeah. Michael's done two really good articles uh, this week about yes. the, the shutdown of cloud print and how to deal with CUPS printers and stuff on, on Chromebooks. And has I'm, laid I'm, out all this stuff. I'm to silly. Say, what like, does CUPS stand for? Uh I, have sure. I know the phrase. I just don't know what it stands Something, for. Something Unix oh, printing. Sorry, if it's not, if it doesn't matter, then move on. I was just curious. Um, I just ask the uh, sidebar questions and get you all distracted. Get me all, what I do. all cups. Gabe's what gonna find it before I did. Uh, something it universal was printing. I was just reading this article from him. Uh, something there we go. Common print. Unix print service. Oh, okay. There you, there you go. So I mean, it it it's a the cups printing is something that's been around for a long time. Yeah. Oh, and that's another cool thing. I wrote this up forever ago, and it's probably worth another article, but Linux passes all that stuff through. If you have a printer set up on, and your Chromebook recognizes it, most of your Linux apps will recognize it too. Now, I've, Which is I've, awesome. Cool. But there, I have an article that shows you the extra things you need to install so you can actually do printer-specific stuff, but you can you can use it with the Android apps, obviously, but Linux as well can print. Oh, that's cool. So. That's cool. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's just I just want to point out that, and we'll link them in the show notes. But you know, Michael's done some pretty good, uh, exhaustive, like going through, hey, remove Google Cloud Print, walk through, walks you through uh, setting up a printer, um, and and not to take away from what he put together here, but it really is simple. Uh, it, it's simple. Like I think the most helpful thing in this in this article for a lot of people that are moving from Google Cloud Print is to take the steps to remove that. Right. So that you just not, right. tri- it's not that it's going to break anything. Um, I've still got some Google just, cloud prints that I show just, up sometimes, but yeah. they'll trip you up. You'll be like, yeah, that HP. Oh wait, oh, no, wait, that's, that's the cloud the wrong print. One, yeah. And you click it just, and it'll just be stuck. Just get in. a clean slate. Yeah. Get, I mean, get, those get cloud rid of print it. Things yeah. out of there. Uh, I've removed almost all of the old ones from mine. Cause frankly, I, I've not needed them in forever. The, the only cool thing about cloud print, honestly, to me was there was, there was one time, I don't even remember what it was. I think my wife needed me to print something. Um, and it was a, a document that I had on my device. Mm. She's like, oh, you, I need that thing to ship this or something. You were and here. She was at she home. Was and at I home. said, hold on. And clicked it, cloud print, bam. Yeah, and it went and printed that, on our printer yeah. at home. I mean, that, that gets, was the advantage for sure. Yeah, that gets replaced though now with, you know, here I've shared this in Drive with you. Right. Print it. You know, like, and not that that wasn't there before, but like there's, there isn't any actual need for what I did, but it felt pretty cool. Like yeah. it felt really futuristic to just know that, like, oh, I have control of that. I don't know. I'd love to sit at home and just make the printer here spit out a bunch of stuff while <laughs> yeah. y'all are here. <laughs> I, that, like, that was the possessed. only cool part. That what was the only cool part of Google Cloud Print that you can't get with anything else. But honestly, it's I'll be no, out, I'm be honest. Really, necessary. I don't remember the last time I set up a Google Cloud print computer in years. Been years i think it was pre-chrome unboxed to be honest with you yeah i remember going through the whole the whole setup to where i had this is when i was transitioning over to using a chromebook full-time um i had a pc tower nobody oh. nobody asked you google wikipedia what are we what is it oh what is it talking about um google cloud print oh good um, job google but i uh i had the the pc tower at home set up as the print spooler basically yeah. so i had just a dumb printer hooked up to my pc 
and had it set up as the cloud receiver, and so yeah. I could print to it from from devices. You know, a like dumb printer. <laughs> it was a dumb printer. It was just a printer that you hook a cable yeah. up and you say, "Hey, print, print this, print yeah. for me." You have a big, big yeah. cable, big yeah. printer cable. Oh yeah, oh, yeah oh, man, wow. those were the best. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's printing. It is, uh, it is, it is much, much better. And if you want a printer, just go. Yeah, one yeah, that yeah, says HP on Take it. a yeah. deep breath and know that it's going to be okay. It's yeah. going to be all right. Because it's almost like dispelling the myth. Like it's, yeah, it's exactly so what long, it is. It's kind of like slowly but surely people have stopped referring to Chrome OS as just a browser. Like, But that took forever. And it's going to take a little while to dispel the myth that Chromebooks yeah. are bad at printing. But because like, they're not. But it, but it is important right now that people feel confident that they can Absolutely. print. Because so many right. people are working from home and yep. they need to print out documents right. to reference or yeah. whatever. So there's, 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 myths, projects, there's myths and confusion with right. this. And it's like, right. it's, it's okay. It's it pretty really simple. is okay. Yeah. Chromebooks are way better at printing than you thought they were. And the loss of Google Cloud Print probably is not going to affect many of you unless yeah. you, if you took the time to set it up, you probably realize that you did it. And if you didn't and you don't know what Google Cloud Print is, this literally will have no effect yeah. on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So last thing, and I just, I just, this is uh, off the cuff here, boys, but uh, holiday gifts that you all are really excited about. Robbie, I know you have one. I have two. Robbie has two. Gabe? What about you? you? Is there, yeah. Is there anything, anything either for the kids or for for yourself? Well, I can't or? say it. My family listens to the podcast. Okay. No, uh, my family definitely does not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My kids watch the videos, but they don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah my kids might not. Uh, uh, yeah. I got my sons. I got them up. I like the Gabe's whispering. <laughs> I got them. A, hey, I got hey, them. Hey, if you're listening right now, I got them. Pa- a land, pause it, honey. I got them a Land Rover. <laughs> Yeah. A Land Rover? Yeah. Did I show you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, it was this crazy. Just, so my so my daughter has uh, a frozen Jeep. It's the, are they Hot Wheels? Are they Hot Wheels? Is that the brand? Whatever it is. It's a 12 uh, volt. Yeah what, yeah, what is it called? Uh, Power Wheels. Power Wheels, yeah. So she has a Power Wheels Jeep. And and my son, honestly, she she's too big for it now. She doesn't really care that much about it unless she, my her little brother We'll drive her around in the yard, kind of chauffeuring her around, so she kind of feels like a star. But he isn't—he loves this Jeep, and and I'm—I'm I'm not trying to be overly masculine or anything like that. But it is a baby blue, frozen <laughs> Elsa on a Jeep. Oh, we've got one of those. Yeah. Well, if we sold it, we sold it to and, and I would like to have him to have his own vehicle, and I've showed him like the the Raptor and you know tractors and different and he just didn't like any of them well Coles had this insane deal on a 12 volt black blacked out Land Rover Discovery <laughs> that has uh he- working headlights uh engine noises it's the two it's a 12 volt not a 6 volt so the battery will last a lot, a lot better and uh it was it was literally like 80% off Dang. so yeah he's yeah I was psyched I remember back when my daughter I think she was 4 when we got her that frozen thing, yeah. that was a, that was a cool Christmas. That's, yeah, that's that was one. her. I think it was her for it was her fourth or fifth birthday, and she used it some. She just never really loved it that much. Uh, and uh, he has gotten way more enjoyment out of it. She has so yeah. Now he's got a he's got a big boy car. He can roll down the nice. street. <laughs> say hey to the neighbors. Yeah the the thing I'm most stoked about uh, getting the kids is the Oculus Quest Two. Yeah. Honestly, you're probably just as stoked about it as the kids. I'm telling are you, my be. son is going to be super Lose excited because here's here's the the path that got me on getting an Oculus Quest Two. I was already looking at it. And I told I told Trisha it's like one of the 
the the techie type things that I wanted to get just to get. Like it's and it's the first thing in a while that's been like that. Like yeah. there's not a lot of things happening in tech right now that I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to get that. Uh, so I was thinking about getting one for myself anyway. When my son comes to me uh, and he'll watch you know YouTube kids and stuff like that, and, and he he comes across this video of watching this gamer play. Um, and some of you are going to know this game. It's called Job Simulator. I didn't know what that is. Uh, so apparently Job Simulator is a game that's set way in the future, and people in the future will sit in simulators and see how things were back in the 21st century. And so this Job Simulator literally <laughs> simulates mundane jobs. And so it's all it's but all you're, in like VR. But you're a simulator in a simulator? Yeah, so the, the setting of the game oh, is that you're, wow. a, you're a citizen... I think this is what it is, um, and if I'm wrong, sorry. If if you play this and love this game, I've I've watched a couple of videos and that's it. Uh, I've mostly watched gameplay videos with my son about this, though. So, so I've watched <laughs> for a while. We watched about 15 or 20 minutes of the um, um, uh, convenience store clerk. So it's wow. like somebody comes up and they order a hot dog, and you, you, you reach up and get the hot dog bun off and you put it together. And I mean, you can just <laughs> chuck stuff at people. So I mean, you could throw their change at them and so, like it's. It, it does kind of look fun, to be honest with you, uh, but it's really goofy. There's an office. So, are one. you just watching this, or are you no, interact? You are the you are the clerk. It's simulating what oh, it was wow. like to work in the 21st century. Is what it, the, uh, the, okay. the shtick of the game. Um, and so I'm like, okay, buddy, let, you know, let's look at this up. Let's see what this is. And so I start looking. It's on. I think it's on Xbox, maybe, um, but it's PC, and that's it. Um, and so I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know how we play this. Well, I find out it's on Oculus Quest too. Uh, they have it, and and so I start looking it up, and and so that kind of spurred me to be like, okay, we we got to get this thing. So now I've looked into it. Um, they have a, a Top Golf, it's a golf yeah. simulator. I mean, that uh, one looks amazing. Uh, they've got this climbing game that they've been the one that the commercial on TV is the chick climbing the thing, the skyscraper. Like it looks insane. Yeah. Um, um, super hot in VR Ugh. looks. Uh, only person I've talked to has played it. Did you play Super Hot? No. Joe Bennett did. Um, no, I did. He said it's the only thing he's playing. This guy's not techie, not really into video games, but he said Super Hot in VR was amazing. Uh, so imagine the coolness of Super Hot, but being able to physically dodge because the Oculus Quest 2 can read the room so it knows when you move around stuff. I'm pretty pumped with this yeah uh, we were holding off on it and that it's research and it shows that you can cast your session up to the television so if there's a cast enabled device around because uh, it was like well we don't want to have one thing around that like you put this on and go over there and play in the corner yeah. you know like we, we want it to be yeah. a family experience so i'm getting it it's gonna be it's, it's quote unquote for both the kids it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be too. like whenever we said this the other day it's gonna be like when we first came when out everybody played everybody yeah. played Wii bowling that christmas yeah. that one year i like and everybody remembers it i yeah. think it's gonna be because it's <laughs> unless it didn't have very many of them it is hard to get a hold of right oh, now yeah. like they the best i could do like hotcakes there's none of the 64 gig the best i could do is the 256 well I ended up just going and ordering the 64 gig because apparently that's plenty for most people um, because the, it and the 256 were going to ship from Oculus. Um, I'll get it like the 26th or 27th of December uh, unless unless they move a little quicker. Unless there's a Christmas miracle. I know. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And then I ordered a electronic drum set for my, for yeah, my son. that one's going to be uh, amazing. He's he like, I thought it was just kind of a passing thing, but he's been talking a lot about, you know, 
hi-hats and ride cymbals and yeah. floor toms Heck and yeah. snares. And, <clears throat> We're all drummers. So. And so I'm just like... We're all in support of this decision. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm the casualist drummer of, of the group, you know, uh, but, you know, I, I can boom chick, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about this that one, too, because awesome. I'm like... Oh, I could adjust those drums up, and, and it's quiet, so oh, yeah, I can man. actually practice and start kind of work on some stuff a little yeah. bit. So there's going to be a an unmarked box on your porch on Christmas Day. It's going to have a break drum in it. <laughs> oh my gosh! And a Here you go, and a mallet. Gank, gank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't have kids, and I'm I'm not married, so I don't really have much. I think the I think the Chromecast with Google TV is going to make it to a couple people on my list. I might even. Yep, I'm getting uh, a couple of those. Yeah. Um, and then I think for, for me, like we, we do like gift exchange stuff with my family cause our family has gotten so big with all the nieces and oh, nephews yeah. and everything. So we just do a gift exchange thing. So, uh, I'm really excited. I have my, my one little niece that, uh, I'm really excited to get her some, like, I think we're, I think I'm going to get her like a little ice cream stand thing, you know, that she'll be able to play with. And, but hey, get her I think, some slime. Kids yeah, love slime. slime. Kids love slime. Parents love uh, slime. Yeah. Mm. but I think, I think false, <laughs> I think for people listening, like I, yeah, no, I, I think anything that you get somebody that's like, obviously like home interactive stuff. Like I think the quest is a great thing because so many people are still stuck at home. Like getting something like that that gets a family together, like that's something cool. Yeah. Or I think just like some personal comfort things, you know, like, I don't know, like a pajama. It sounds silly, but you know, it, we, people are spending a lot of time in pajamas right now. It's like yeah. if we could get, you know, get somebody a nice pair of pajamas or whatever. I also think I just saw we, we got an email from somebody this morning talking about we get all these spam emails. It's insane from CES. I hate it. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it literally drives me crazy. We got an email from someone. It was actually a cool little write-up. They were talking about the increase in um, people being more active and doing more outdoor stuff. So like, they were trying to get us to write about the new Garmin or something. It's ridiculous. It's like a thousand dollars watch, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a hundred dollars off. I'm like, okay, it's still really expensive. Yeah. But uh, you know, as somebody who loves outdoors things, I think uh, getting things for for the people on your list that encourage them to kind of be outdoors and things they can do outdoors that don't aren't around other people. You know, I play disc golf a lot. I highly encourage everyone to go try some disc golf. They sell little starter kits over at Academy or probably some. You can probably get them on Amazon. I think. Uh, but like something like that would be really cool. Um, I've, I've gotten my nieces and nephews, like the little small ones, like the little kids ones and stuff for them to play around with, but that's an activity that you can go out and do and socially distance. So, um, that was fun. All right. Yeah, there we go. There There's go. some other little random holiday I- gift ideas. If you're still shopping as probably most people are, are the, are, are like either of you, all the people that like you're done shopping by like Thanksgiving. I wish, but no. I have one more thing. No, I'm not never done by Thanksgiving. But yeah. I'm, no, we're, getting, we're getting close now. Yeah. But yeah. I think like middle of December is realistic for most yeah. people. I'm just trying to yeah. figure out what, what to get my, for my father. We normally go to Lexington for, my, for Christmas mm-hmm. with my dad's family, with my dad and my family the Sunday before Christmas. Uh, but because of their yeah. age and COVID and all that stuff, obviously we're not, we're not doing that this year. So I'm just yeah. trying to figure out, trying to to figure out something to do sure there. What. Yeah, for sure. But... Hope that helps, guys, for anybody listening who's thinking about something to get, maybe. So, all right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in today. We appreciate you all listening, and we'll catch you all next week. See you. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunbox.com. 
and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.